The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, <sighs> hetero love mate, or hetero life mate, excuse me, <laughs> Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is cracking, sir? I had a very proud <laughs> dad moment today. Did, did you? I did, yeah. What, what happened? What happened? What happened? We were sitting down, uh, eating dinner. Yeah. And uh, then we were going to watch America's Got Talent, and oh, yeah. um, they have some special thing on right now. Oh. Anyways, um, one of the contestants mentioned something about a fire over in London or, or whatever. And okay. my daughter, she stopped us, stopped had to stop the show, and she goes into how her and her friends have watched this video about the government lasers that started the fires out in California. Oh God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and how? Oh because man. some famous YouTuber or whatever was talking about it in a video. So now they're all talking about it, and she thought it was interesting. And then, that wow, was weird. Oh my phone, my my tablet's updated. Oh. And she starts going into how all iPhones are listening to everybody. Dude, yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm telling. It's a thing, apparently. Um, now apparently Apple like released some kind of an update fixing the glitch, apparently. But I don't know, man. I turned my uh, because it was a problem with like FaceTime or whatever. And so no, no, no. no. It, she was talking. Well, yeah, but she was talking more about that, like how ads pop up when you're just thinking about something or or talking about something to somebody. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and about how with um, live photos, how does it know that it needs to have three seconds recorded beforehand? Ooh. Ooh. And how is it able to do that if it's not already recording? It's already recording. It's already yeah, so recording. for like 10 minutes just to talk about this stuff. I'm, I'm pretty proud myself. Like, we need to get her on the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's Definitely. great. That's good stuff. <laughs> Holy hell. But yeah, apparently Apple screwed the pooch in some way, shape, or form with that with that whole deal. I don't know exactly what the hell was going on. I just know I turned off my FaceTime because I don't want anybody listening to any like conversation I have. You know what I mean? No, you're not interesting enough. I, I, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. But it's jacked, man. It's totally jacked. And apparently this glitch was found by like a 15-year-old kid or some shit like that. So I don't know. Some 15-year-old kid that's uh, definitely more tech-savvy than myself. That is for damn sure. So I don't know. Just crazy stuff, bro. So what the fuck else is new? Uh, just all kinds of fun stuff. Hopefully you're down here March 1st. I hope to be. I hope to be. That's what I'm saying. Um, did you uh, did you happen to watch the Super Bowl or anything like that? Did you watch that? I did. Yeah. Did yeah. you see my post? <laughs> Immediately <laughs> yes. after the yes, the halftime show. Yes. Yes, I did see the post. If you guys haven't checked that out, you need to uh, go check out the Ectoplasm Show. On Facebook, um, where you no, know, I haven't seen anything no. in the news, like or, but I haven't been looking. Honestly, I haven't looked to see. I'm sure there's. I do know that. Uh, so my buddy Larry came over and watched the game with me. Yeah, and the wife, and um, it was strange the number of commercials that involved robots. Yes, taking over. You know, everyday. <laughs> 
aspect of human life and yeah. how the safe space at home is only safe because it's guarded by a robot That's from right. the bad robots outside. That's right. I'm telling you, man, like they're conditioning us. That's what's going on. Why? One thing that I'm super stoked about, though, bro. Did back in the day, man? Did you ever read those books? Like I read the shit out of these books, but they were called like scary stories to tell in the dark. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I, I'm sure I read a few of them, but I don't remember any of them. I actually have a yeah. copy of one of them, you the original to, one. You need to thumb through that, my mamma jamma. But apparently, it's turning into a movie. Set to arrive no, in theaters. It's not a movie. Oh, it's a series. A and I series. It's a Netflix series. But I know. I heard it was coming to theaters, my friend. Now, yeah. I've initially, I thought it was Netflix as well, but I just everything that I was reading today. Uh, uh, it does say film. It says August 9th of 2019 is when it's set to uh, release in theaters. I am stoked. I don't give a shit where they release it whether it be Netflix or otherwise, I'm going to be like all over this because it looks goddamn terrifying. <laughs> like I can't wait to scar the the future the future generations here. I'm excited about this because I remember reading this stuff and getting the shit scared out of me. Do you remember that? You don't remember. No. I don't. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Feelgood's had ice water in his veins ever since fucking Jump Street. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I was excited about? And what is the perfect environment to redo or to bring back was What's the, that? the the glitch that happened. The glitch. The glitch around halftime, I believe it was, when we were coming out of halftime. The uh Twilight the- Zone glitch. Yeah. I I think that so the they had they rebuilt rebooted it in the nineties, right? And it kind of failed and Yes. But now I, I think that the now's the right time to do oh, it. Oh, I, I would absolutely agree. The right, where they'll have the right, you know, effects and whatever. I would absolutely agree. Now the gentleman behind it, he was in He was a comedian, right? No, nah, I don't even know. But I do know, like he was on American Horror Story, he played Spock. Um, I, he's been in a ton of shit. I'm, I'm behind it, huh? What do you mean behind it? That's hosting it. The guy, yeah, he's the guy. The guy that's hosting hosting it the new Twilight Zone. Peel from Key and Peel, right? No, fuck no, no. That's what it said. No, you are so wrong. No, now I do know that Key or whatever that guy's name is. He did something that apparently is just. Uh, it's shit-tastic, apparently. I don't know. I'm I'm going to look it up real quick. Let's see here. Twilight Zone Reboot. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Jordan Peele. What? No way. Yeah, God present- damn Twilight it. Twilight Zone presented yeah. by Jordan Peele. He was the guy in the commercial. I could have swore it was the you're, other you're guy. You're thinking of the the bad guy from um uh, uh what's the name? The heroes. And, yes, uh, yes. Spock. Yeah. So, yes. No, I mean, he may he he's definitely not the host. Yeah, oh, man. I thought he was the host. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> How are you gonna have some comedian guy doing this? Come on, man. Come on, man. Damn it. No, you're totally right. I'm looking at it right now. Son of a whore. What made you think it was him, I wonder? Uh, this was months ago. Months yeah. ago that uh, everybody started talking about this. Am I, like, I, 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 feel, I didn't know about it until the Super Bowl. I feel like this is some fucked up thing now. Am I alone in this? Exactly. I feel like I'm in the middle of a Mandela effect of my own, and nobody else is experiencing this with me. Maybe you were just reading an article where people were speculating on who it would be. I don't know, man. Like I even tweeted about it. Like I was super stoked, and I tagged that fucking guy in it. Damn it! Ugh. Well, that was a fuck up on my part. 
Awesome. So fucking awesome. God damn it. Well, I guess I uh, just got awarded the Trojan S Boner of the Week Award, huh? How about that? Damn it. All right, what are we talking about, bro? <laughs> what are I we... just figured we'd tell some scary stories we find. Oh, damn it. Who's <laughs> <laughs> still on this? <laughs> you, you tweet too much. I was going to try to look back, but... Oh, yeah, I tweet way too much. This was a long time ago, man. Damn it. So... We're going to talk some scary stories to, te- to tell in the dark. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Um, do you want to go first, my friend? No, I'll let you tell yours first. Because so, I only pulled one story. And the, the story I pulled is fairly lengthy or whatever, but it's, it's a story that I'm sure a lot of our audience is familiar with, right? But it's the, the Dyatov Pass incident, which was in Russia. And so... This is concerning then, like, for those of you that aren't familiar, this is concerning the death of nine ski hikers in the the northern Ural Mountains in the Soviet Union between the 1st and 2nd of February, all the way back in 1959. And it was very un, unclear how these people died. So the very experienced trekking group who were all from the Ural Polytechnical Institute, had established a camp on the slopes of uh, this mountainous area or whatever, in an area that's now named after the, the group's leader, Igor Dyatlov. Um, so it's now Dyatlov's Pass or whatever. But during the night, something caused them to tear their way out of their tents and then flee their campsite even though they were entirely inadequately dressed for the heavy snowfall, the sub-zero temperatures, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they literally tore out, they cut their tents open to escape. Now, what would cause something like that, right? So, just absolutely amazing stuff. So, we know that in 1959, the group was formed. It was a skiing expedition. Uh, Igor Dyatlov... 23-year-old radio engineering student. Um, He was a leader, assembled a group of nine others for the trip, most of whom were fellow students and peers uh, at the university. Each member of the group, which consisted of eight men, two women, were very experienced grade two hikers with ski tour experience and would be then receiving grade three certification upon their return. Uh, now, at the time, this was the highest certification uh, available in the Soviet Union and then required candidates to traverse 300 kilometers, which is 190 miles. Uh, so the goal of the expedition was to reach uh, Atorten. I, I can't even pronounce fucking Russian things, whatever. But it was a mountain that was 10 kilometers north of the site of the incident itself. I mean, it, the the route that they were scheduled to take was estimated to be a Category 3, which was the, the most difficult at that time. But, I mean, the group arrived uh, by train um, at this town at the center of the northern province of, I can't even pronounce this shit. Anyway, it was the early morning hours of January 25th of 1959. Then they took a truck. Um, to this village, it's the last inhabited sell- settlement, excuse me, to the north. Uh, they spent the night, skiers purchased and ate loaves of bread to keep their energy levels up for the following day's hike. Yeah, I mean, on January 27th, they began their trek. I mean, diaries and cameras were found around the last campsite that they made, okay? Like, so it, it kind of makes it like possible to track the group's route then up to the day preceding this incident. Now, on January 31st, the group arrived at the edge of a highland area, began to prepare for climbing. Uh, in a wooded valley, they, you know, cached surplus of, of food and equipment that would then uh, be used for the trip back. The following day, which is the 1st of February, the hikers then started to move through the pass. Uh, it seems they planned to get over the pass and make camp for the next night on the opposite side. Uh, 
but because of then worsening weather conditions, uh, you know, snowstorms and decreased vi- visibility and things of that nature, they lost their direction and then deviated west up towards the top. Um, but man, like they realized apparently when they realized their mistake, it says the group decided to stop, set up camp. Uh, they're on the slope of the mountain. So then rather than moving one and a half kilometers downhill to a forested area, which would probably offered more shelter uh, from the elements and whatnot, that uh, they can only assume then that Dyatlov probably did not want to lose the altitude that they already had gained or he just decided to practice camping on the mountain slope, but they don't know. What they do know, man, is like like the next day, dude, like, ugh, like absolute terrible stuff. So, I mean, I can't even, I can't even fucking see this anyway. You, you remember this story, correct? Yeah, of course. Absolutely phenomenal. Now, as an outdoorsman yourself, my friend, does this uh, make you a little nervous in any way, shape, or form? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always an aspect of danger no matter where you go. Right. Uh, and no matter the, what the weather and whatnot. So, they knew <coughs> excuse the me. possibility of what they were getting into. When they they did, man. Yes, exactly. It's just, I don't know, man. Like, they knew what they were in for, sure. But they were also experienced. You know what I mean? Like, they knew yeah, but what to experience, expect. Experience, any little especially in a situation like that any little thing that happens can just wipe out that experience yeah i mean especially um, when you're talking about like extreme weather like that i mean shit could go sideways pretty quick right oh yeah of course so it does say now this remember happened on the 1st and 2nd of february of 1959 it wasn't until uh, february 26th a group of, you know, a search party that was trying to find these fucking people. The searchers, they found the group's abandoned and badly damaged tent. Uh, campsite baffled the search party. Uh, a student who found the tent said, quote, the tent was half torn down and covered with snow. It was empty. All the group's belongings uh, and shoes had been left behind. Investigators said that the tent had been cut open from the inside, eight or nine steps or sets, excuse me, of footprints uh, left by people who were wearing only socks or a single shoe or in some cases were even barefoot could then be followed, leading down towards the edge of uh, the nearby woods that we were talking about earlier on the opposite side then of the pass. Now, however, after 500 meters, the tracks Uh, were covered with snow. Now, at the forest's edge, under a large Siberian pine, um, the searchers found the visible remains of a small fire. There were the first two bodies that they found. Uh, Shoeless, dressed only in their underwear. The branches on the tree were broken up into five uh, meters high, suggesting that one of the skiers had then climbed up to look for something, perhaps Uh, The camp between the pine and the camp, the searchers found three more corpses, uh, including that of Dyatlov, uh, who seemed to have died in in poses, suggesting that they were attempting to return to the tent. They were found separately at distances of 300, 480 and 630 meters from the tree. Um. Searching then for the remaining four travelers took more than two months. Uh, They were finally found on May 4th under four meters of snow in a ravine 75 meters further into the woods from that pine tree. Uh, These four were better dressed than the others. There were signs that those who had died first had apparently relinquished their clothes to the others. Um, Just amazing to me, bro. So obviously they started like, you know, the investigation as to what actually happened with this. Um, a legal inquest started immediately after the first five bodies were found. Medical examination found no injuries that might have led to their deaths. It was eventually concluded that they had all died of hypothermia, which is exactly what I would suggest. Um, 
but one of them had like a small crack in his skull, but it was thought to be not thought to be fatal, like a fatal wound. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like an examination of the four bodies, which were found in May, shifted the narrative as to what had occurred during the incident. Cause three of the of the ski hikers had fatal injuries, uh, major skull damage, uh, a, a major chest fracture. Uh, like the force required to cause such damage would have been extremely high, comparable to the force of a car crash. Uh, notably, the bodies had no external wounds associated with the bone fractures, as if they had been subjected to high levels of then pressure. However, major external injuries were found on on a couple who was missing her tongue. Uh, her eyes, part of her lips, as well as facial tissue, a fragment of skull bone. Now, that could have been an animal, correct? It uh, could have been. I mean, they should have been able to tell what stage it happened at. Though. Sure, there sure. There was blood flow or not. Um, I mean, extensive skin maceration on the hands. It was claimed uh, this person was found lying face down in a small stream that ran under the snow. Her external injuries were in line with putrefaction in a wet environment were unlikely to be associated with her death. Uh, so anyway, like uh, initial speculation thought indigenous uh, Mansi people had attacked and then murdered the group, right? Um, I, I don't know, bro. Like a lot of people are claiming a- anything that you could possibly imagine, everything from Bigfoot. Uh, you know, a Yeti or something like that to uh, something with aliens or UFO activity or whatever. I mean, this story goes on and on and on. There was a few things that they were able to tell, obviously, but not a lot. We know six of the group members did die of hypothermia. Three of them had fatal injuries um, that we were talking about earlier. No indications of other people nearby tent had been ripped open from within so i mean that's another thing that i was going to ask you bro why would they cut out of the tent instead of just going out of the of the front hatch there why um maybe the front hatch the zipper was stuck or broken okay or okay i'll give it to you yeah possibly uh so one one condition of hypothermia yeah is the feeling of being too hot oh wow so uh, the, the a lot of people that die of hypothermia end up stripping off their clothes which is worse i mean sure. you're probably going to die anyways but um so maybe that could explain why they left their shoes and other stuff behind Right. And and that's what's interesting about this, right? So it's like everything that they can tell initially, just the the traces from the camp itself showed that all of these group members left the campsite on their own accord and on foot. That's what we can tell or they could tell at that time. Now, one of the doctors or whatever that was because they was trying to dispel the theory of an attack by those the Mansi people, right? So he wanted to put that bullshit to bed, and he basically said that absolutely uh, none of these fatal injuries of the of those three bodies could have been caused by another human being. Absolutely impossible, because of just the sheer force of the blows had been too strong. I mean, so what the hell would that suggest? Aliens. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> perfect environment now what's interesting though bro is we do know that and let, let me pull it up here so i mean yeah so a lot of people are here's some of the theories out there like infrasound right uh military testing crazy, yeah. military testing uh paradoxical undressing i don't know what this is uh that sounds geeky but no it was it says what does it say here? Yeah, yeah. So, paradoxical undressing in which hypothermic subjects remove their clothing. 
in response to perceived feelings of burning warmth. Exactly what you were saying. Uh, pseudoscientific theories. Uh, yeah, here's the, the Yeti. You know, um, uh, it's just it's just amazing to me. It's like everybody's talking all this weird shit. So now I do know and I'm trying to figure out where the hell this is, but it's not I'm not finding it. But I do know and I just read an article about this, that they are reopening this case. Did you hear about this? No. This is brand new or whatever, and it just hit the news. But, yes, they are going to reopen this case. They are going to start reexamining what they think potentially could have happened to these poor people. So is this... This is a fucking an official thing. reopening. This of is the an case, official. Or is this just investigators no, reinvestigating no, it, and the, not like. To my understanding, to my understanding, February 2019. So this just this month, CNN announced that Russian authorities were reopening the investigation, although only three possible explanations were being considered: one, an avalanche, um, or a. Uh, what do they call it? A snow slab, a hurricane, basically. Uh, the The possibility of a crime has been completely discounted. So, I mean, so what's the third one? The third that's all it says here. It says the three possible explanations were being considered: an avalanche, a snow slab avalanche, or a hurricane. That's oh, all they're okay. saying. Yep, that's it. When wait. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. When did this happen? 1959. And they don't know if there was a hurricane. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't think, I don't. I, I think a hurricane would be easily dismissible, just given the time, right? Like, well, how would it opening the case determine any not, of those? I, I don't even know. I don't even know. You're gonna so have to they look. Could go to there, and they could go to the place and find evidence. All it will be is going over no. the old documentation and maybe going back through the weather history. That's all that you possibly could do. The problem is, I, apparently, it's such a remote area. How the fuck are you even gonna know? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can look at models and all that bullshit, I guess, and be like, oh, yep, it was this, or it was potentially. This, but nothing definitive, probably. I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's crazy. Now, it's it's just one of those stories that's always fascinated me. You know, like what actually happened to these guys? Why did they take off in such a hurry? Were they afraid of something? Were they experiencing that uh, intense warming sensation like you were talking about? Because they were hypothermic. Like, I would love to suggest that was it but then you have these three people who were murdered it would seem like what is going to cause bodily injury such as that murderers murderers exactly but they've already ruled out the fact that this cannot put this could not possibly be the work of another human being so what what now it sounds like it's not a very serious investigation then to reopening it. I mean, <laughs> uh, or it's fake news. It could be fake news or alternative facts. How about that? It could be that. Mm, my guess is they're not going to find anything. I would. I would agree. Do you? Uh, Do you watch the State of the Union last night, my friend? I did not. You I went. I was supposed to go to a hockey game, but they canceled the hockey game because apparently you can't get out in the ice for a hockey game. Was it icy? It was icy here, yeah. Really? It wasn't too terribly bad. Larry and I went and drove around and went to thrift stores all night. Hell yeah. Did you find anything good? And antique stores. Nice. I, did, I bought, well, so Brent uh, Brent Hand had yeah. me buy him a Green Lantern Mego big doll or something like that. Oh, kick ass. And uh, Larry, so Larry's obsessed with Ninja Turtles, has been his entire life. And he has like a whole wall in his studio apartment full of Ninja Turtle stuff. Very cool. And he spent about 75 bucks on all kinds of different Ninja Turtle stuff last night. That a boy, that a boy. Man, 
Yeah, speaking of being like just obsessed with shit, and I'm sure we've talked about this already. Did we talk about the new Ghostbusters trailer that dropped? Um, I don't know if we talked about it on the show. Did you see it? I haven't seen it. What? What? I'm surprised they didn't have it. What? During the Super Bowl? No, I haven't no. seen it. Come on. You're better than that. Like, does this show any oh, of them doing anything, no, or is it just? Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't I didn't show. Think so it doesn't show shit. So what it is is like you it. get a long shot. You get a long shot of an old barn-looking thing, like an old garage, right? And then it's just slowly but surely uh, panning up towards the the barn, and you see little flashes of what appears to be like blue-type lightning or whatever. Uh, going on in there and it's very sporadic but then when you get in there it's quite obvious there's a car underneath a a, you know just a tarp or whatever and then a gust of wind comes up and you see the very back end of ecto-1 and everybody loses their minds and it just says july 2020 no yes july of 2020 that's what it says you think they're all going to be able to survive the end of this filming? You think? <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be around by the time. This I don't time know. Wrap up filming, but it's interesting to me because you know you have uh, Reitman's son that's doing it this time, which is kind of cool because he was just a kid, obviously, when his father was making the first movie. So he grew up literally on the set. Of Ghostbusters and all that fun stuff, <laughs> he put out on uh, put out on Twitter that that day. You know, I finally got the keys to the car and dropped that trailer, and I'm like, "Holy shit, bro! Like, it's <laughs> it's gonna be cool." But yeah, it's not gonna be in the uh, the same universe or whatever as the uh, the female Ghostbusters. Or anything like that. This is literally going to be Even like thirty they were years. A cameo in it, right? Right. Their original characters, right? I think this is going to be like thirty years after the fact, after the the second one or what have you, or after the first, you know, whatever. Um, it's just going to be time has progressed, and it's still in that same that same vein as before. Um, so yeah, bro. Like I'm stoked about it. Super stoked about it. My kids are stoked about it. It'll be great. It'll be great. You you want to go to a movie with me? Yeah. When it comes out? I mean, I realize... Yeah, if, you still, if you still like me, then. I, I mean, I realize it's, still, it's like a year and a half away. I get it. <laughs> but, but, I mean, we could, make, we could make it like a date night or something. What, what do you say? What do you sure. Say? Yeah, all right. I appreciate that. Sweet. Hey... I tell you what, why don't we take a little break and then we'll come back and we're going to hear your creepy stories. By the way, you're a liar. What do you mean I'm a liar? I went all the way back to July or June of last year through all of your tweets and you never tweeted about... I have too. I swear to God I did. That's not there anymore. Son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm going to have to find this and screenshot it then. (laughs) You just been digging through my Twitter feed. Is that all it is? It didn't take long. I mean, all I did was, uh, unless it's a retweet, I only looked uh, at stuff that you tweeted. No, it, I, I specifically remember saying how excited I was for this. Damn it. Yeah, it's got to be the government. I think they took it down. It's what happens. It's the government. Because Zachary Quinto decided not to do it. I, it must be. Is that the guy's I name? His name? I think that's his last name. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a little break and we'll come right back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. 
say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. This is about to get weird. Join John, Brent, and Conspiracy Bot each week as they clarify conspiracies. It's the first time euphemism's ever been used in this show, and I appreciate you calling me out on it. Explore enigmas. Disregard all known writing and use my method, which only works on this. Uh, you'll realize it says drink rich chocolatey Ovaltine inside <laughs> the spaceship under the Sphinx. And probe the paranormal. Hold on a second. Uh, I'm, I'm pointing the laser at the wall now. 71, 71.1, 71.2. Admiral Bird is here. All of this done with the misguided help of the one and only Conspiracy Bot. You're all idiots. Hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition into the eccentric. Stop on my joke. I Thank will you. when they're good. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Remember, the truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Stay woke, meet sex. Welcome back to Conspiracy Analysis. Why are you saying welcome back? Because we're just coming back? Anyways, anyways, if you like conspiracy talk and paranormal talk and ghost talk and conspiracy talk <laughs> <laughs> and news and uh, uh, yeah, nerd news every now and then and stuff like that. Come see your boy, Mick Shagger. Boy. Hey, man. Shag nasty. I'm fucking here, too. Oh, oh, and and I'm Nick the Coon. And Nick. You got to work on that. And Nicky Nack. This hey, is the podcast where we don't know shit and we tell you all about it. That's right. And we're on Spotify and iTunes and Google Podcasts and Instagram and, and Facebooks and emails and, and Instagrams. Those places and unfortunately Facebooks. Yeah, that too. But come and give us a listen. Thanks for listening to this promo that we yeah, put together yeah. at the last minute. Later. All right, peeps. Welcome back. Round two, Ectoplasm Show. All right, Koopsik. During the break, he said he was able to find exactly why I was mistaken, and uh, I got to love your fact-checking skills, my friend. All right, go for it. Because Zachary Quinto was rebooting In Search of. Damn it! That's what it is. That's what it is. Not the not the Twilight Zone. See, that's why I was. Oh God, damn it! So when does that come out? I don't know because all the articles are from earlier 2018. That's what it is. But it doesn't say it when doesn't have it's a date. supposed to come out. And yeah. the, like the YouTube videos that are attached to those things are not. Oh, that's what it is. Premiere bro. Friday, July 20th. So it already happened. Son of a bitch. On what network? History Channel. Horseshit. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Oh my god, this is fucking crazy. I didn't realize. Uh, yeah, I didn't so it's realize. on IMDb. I gotta check this out then. I gotta check this out. I haven't heard a thing about it. Mm, it only got a 5.5. Does that mean it sucks? You shoot me straight. It's fine. I think it's gonna suck. Um. Well, I mean, you know, it's not always. <sighs> Let's see what Rotten Tomatoes says. Oh, they're always such dicks. Okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Mentally preparing myself for this. Is it, is it bad? Is it bad? Let's see. <laughs> In Search of Santa. Oh, all right. Okay, here we go. No score yet. Oh. It has a 100% audience score. Okay. Uh, it aired from July 20th through September 14th. They did it. Aliens, Superhumans, Monsters of the Deep, Artificial Intelligence, Time Travel, Sinkholes, Mind Control, Life After Death, and Atlantis. Very nice. Very nice. All right. I'm still. I'm going to have to check it out then. I'm going to have to check it out. <sighs> All right. I want to hear some stories. I want to hear some creepy stories, my friend. All right, so these are stories pulled from Reddit and are put into articles. You're pulled from um, Reddit. Yeah. What up? You're just jealous I'm <laughs> pulling from you. <laughs> uh, touche, my friend. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> As told by Reddit user Quiet Voice 4846 uh, late at night, I usually go to the bathroom multiple times. He's but old. For the past four days, he's old. Every <laughs> every time I go to leave, 
I could see myself still standing in the mirror from the corner of my eye. What? It's like the other me is watching me leave the bathroom. It terrifies me to the point where I almost run out without uh. looking directly in the mirror. I never told my husband about it because I don't want to acknowledge it out loud. Earlier today, I took a nap in our bed while he sat in the chair next to it watching TV. When I woke up, he told me that he had seen me sit up and crawl backwards to the edge of the bed and what? stand up in front of our bedroom door from the corner of his eye. What? He thought it was weird that I got up like that because I'm in my last month of my pregnancy and can't really move so good without hurting. That's why she's peeing so much. Yeah. There it is. Um. When I didn't answer, he looked at the door to find me not there and still sleeping in bed. Dude. I got really creeped out and finally told him about what I have been seeing in the bathroom. He thought it was creepy as well, but didn't walk to want to really talk about it anymore because he thinks it'll give whatever its power or energy. I have no idea what it wants or why we've both seen it. That's so weird. So this person is seeing his their own yes. doppelganger. Yes. Which that's just weird, man. That's just weird. It's like I want to. I want to meet these people and get updates. You know, that's what I want. So, have you ever seen anything weird in a mirror? No. Is that Maybe. something you're afraid of or ever think about looking into a so mirror and one see something time, behind you? One time. I saw something in the mirror at Malvern Manor, the big mirror that we have in the sitting room. Yeah. I saw something down the hall and moving around in my office, which is all the way down the hall. Um, but I saw something in there. Now, me, I think it was probably something then from the outside, uh, a reflection of some sort. I don't know what it was that I saw, but it freaked me out enough. But yeah, that's it. On average, how many, how often do you go just leave that place, run out of there if something happens? Uh, Like 100% definitive answer? No, Uh, just like on average, just like... um, Quite literally, I can tell you this. Like once a week or... Once a day, at least. Once a day. Once a day, at least. I'm telling you. Um, there's a lot of weird shit, bro. Like I've walked into the house before and heard my name called out and it's not, it's not necessarily creepy, but it's more like Josh. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? I was just about face, walk out the door first smoke break of the day, get enough testicular fortitude to walk back into the door and then just address it. You know, cause it's like, you're just showing up, man. Like, you're just getting there. It's the last thing that you, you're you thinking of, really, you know? It's just like, oh, I've got X, Y, and Z to accomplish before I open the doors or whatever. And, yeah. It's nuts, man. It's freaking nuts. Or I'm sitting there, I'm reading, um, and you hear, like, the running up and down the, the halls upstairs. Oh, my God. Uh, the singing, the the screaming, the weird shit like that. Like, it's just, it's, sometimes it's just a lot. Sometimes it's a lot. And sometimes you're just not in the mood. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, at least it's every day. It's every goddamn day. I think that's why it looks like I'm aging so much. Oh. You know what I mean? Just blame it on that. Oh, so, or or it, it's like the presidency. <laughs> or the what? <laughs> The presidency, how it ages somebody. That's kind of like what Malvern's doing yeah, to you. It's exactly it's the like that. <laughs> the stress. It's such a stressful job, what I have, yes. So stressful. I feel so bad for you. I know, yeah. Please, feel feel bad for me, please. Oh, my goodness. Good stuff. All right, bro. Let me find another one here. Um, as told by Reddit user Hersheed. All right. 
One night when I was maybe 10 or 12, I had trouble falling asleep. My bedroom was the entire top floor of our house with my bed and such being on the left side and storage closets and play area being on the right. I was lying in bed when I heard a noise from the other side of the room and see a rocking horse begin to rock. It was sitting just outside of one of the storage closet doors. It proceeded to rock its way halfway across the room and stopped dead in the under the ceiling light so it was rocking enough to move right at this point i was freaking out and just my head under my blankets and never peeked out again until morning come on um it was all confirmed to not be a dream as the rocking horse was still in the middle of the room when i woke up huh i never got Um, that i never got the people that would like cover their heads you know what i mean or cover their face don't you want to see yeah. what's about to kill you? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you want to see what it is, right? You want a little bit of closure? Maybe. Before you check Obviously, it out. whatever this was went away. Yeah. Or it didn't kill him. That's fucking terrifying, though. That's crazy. Crazy shit, my friend. You ever had anything like that when you were a little little kid? Mm, no, my first like ghostly haunting paranormal experience was in until I was like twenty. Ice water in the veins, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna fucking sure. He's not gonna falter. No way. No way. My goodness. It's good stuff, though. Here's another fun story. Okay. Um, this one doesn't say who it's from. Anyways, I'm a mental health therapist. One of my schizophrenic clients said he was seeing a girl in his room, and he said she was talking to him. Ooh. We believed it to be a hallucination as he was living alone. The doctor I was with decided to challenge his delusion and had him take a picture of her so we could meet her. Oh, fuck. During the next visit, he brought a picture, and yes, she was there. To our astonishment and horror, there was a picture of him on the couch with a strange, creamy, ghost-like image of a girl hovering behind him, shrouding him in white, like wings or hair, was very light in color, but subtle, shimmering image. There was, or what was eerie was seeing him sitting on the couch with his head down, very depressed looking. She was literally haunting him. Wow. All our jaws hit the floor. We could hear a pin drop. Everyone examined the picture, and we could tell it was real. Dude was very low-functioning and could not have shopped it. Shit got real. We were haunted. The doctor, in (laughs) utter amazement, knew medication wouldn't treat this and said, I can't help you with this. You are going to need to see your clergy for this. What? Wow. Now that's something. Holy hell, man. I wonder what the, like... What did they say this uh, this guy's diagnosis was, or did they mention that? Schizophrenic. Very schizophrenic. low so, schizophrenic. So let me ask. Like, it, it's interesting to me that why would it be that... And we hear a lot of this, like, especially in what we do or whatever. Um, a lot of people with schizophrenia or some kind of mental illness are plagued by something very similar to this why why is that do you think well i actually have some experience in this my uncle was a rare form of schizophrenia honestly well so i don't have so much personal experience with seeing it because he was heavily medicated as much as i could ever remember sure sure um but i guess so what happened was he went off to college and the schizophrenia kicked in and he was thinking he had paranoids. It was paranoid schizophrenia, but it also had a caveat, which made it more of a rare form of it. Interesting. Anyways, he would think that were people were coming after him all the time. Yeah. And when they, you know, he became homeless and whatnot and they tracked him down and they found him, found him, brought him back and wow. he would see people coming and he he would just sit there on the couch and talk to random people wow. in the room. 
and um who knows maybe all of that's in his head maybe some of that or all of that is he can see something that other people can't exactly and you're medicating them to the point where they're like us and can't see it now i don't think i i can't i may be a doctor but um (laughs) i don't want to tell anybody not to take their medication sure um it is interesting though like why i don't know man like is it something then that would unlock something within our brain that would open us up to certain paranormal happenings you know having having a disease like that would that be like the the antecedent then for for true communication well the thing is is so if it's a positive thing if having that ability uh-huh. let's just a devil's advocate yeah. it is they're really seeing real things that other people can't see okay. or hear. And it's a if it's a posi- if it's supposed to be a positive thing that the people are interacting with it. Why make it so that they can't control or understand it? Because then they're just going to get medicated and they're not going to be able to do it, yeah, or they're going to be told that it's not real, right? And what is the, is it supposed to be a challenge then that they're supposed to overcome it? It just doesn't seem. I know, it's like weird. a good thing, like a good thing in my mind. Like it's something that's supposed to happen in that fashion. Sure, but then you do just hear. Imagine, just imagine all of the sudden, because this is uh, we're kind of past the age where it, it can kick in at any time, but we're kind of past the age of most likely that sort of thing happening in our lives. Right. Just imagine all of a sudden you it, start noticing weird things like people walking through or or whatever in your house. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they won't leave. And it, then it wouldn't take long for you to absolutely fucking snap. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then you're automatically deemed as fucking crazy. You know, and then you're medicated or heavily medicated or whatever. And everything you know, everything you love, it's fucking gone. It's gone. It's crazy to me, man. So then let's say hypothetically then it's something of of the demonic nature, right? Now, who better to prey upon than somebody who society already deems as, as crazy, right? Well, that or it's all demonic to begin with it's not even right a mental health issue it's that these people can see certain things so then they're preyed upon right oh my um, god man it's nuts i love having these conversations i love it but it's hard to talk about it in that way because sure. it's just like anything else uh, these people could be a big danger to themselves yes uh, a big danger to people around them. And that's scary. Especially if they start to not know who's actually there and who's not. Yes. Um, And that's terrifying. Because you certainly don't want to hurt somebody that you care about. you can't say that you want them to embrace it. No. Because they shouldn't be. Whoever, you know, whoever may have it, they shouldn't be embracing it. Because then they would get lost in it and end up, especially if you have a paranoid side to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. It is crazy. God damn. <sighs> I love it. Love it. This one sounds like it could just have been Creepy Uncle, so I'm going to read it. Okay. <laughs> Once I was staying over at a friend's house and was sleeping in her bed. She had a large double bed pushed up against the wall, so we both slept in there. I slept with my back facing the room that night and my friend sleep with my friend sleeping next to me. Spooning About- leads to forking. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> About midway through the night, I start having a very elaborate d- dream about work. The dream wasn't anything significant, just something stupid. Then as it progressed, I became more or it became more ominous. A man wearing a mask similar to a Japanese kabuki mask. 
was chasing me around my workplace attempting to kill me. Then at some point, I began to wake up as I felt someone standing directly behind me. The dream progresses again, and the man has found me. At that point, my wakeful state began to set in further as I could feel someone gently stroking my hair. Uh, Terrified, I laid there, slightly disoriented as I was still somewhat in my dream. Then I hear a gravelly voice from behind me say, Hello, little girl. What the fuck? And another of, a number of other things I can't remember, as well as the sensation of someone still stroking my hair. I am fully awake at this point, but lying still as can be with my eyes pressed shut, fearing for my life. Finally, I mustered up the courage to sit up in bed and look around the room. There was no one there. To this day, I still I can still remember the deep, gravelly sound of his voice. Uh, the thing that made it real for me was when I told my dream to a friend, she recounted several harrowing tales of seeing an older man's spirit wandering around the house. God. So it could be creepy uncle then? <laughs> could be. I mean. <laughs> oh, shit. Yikes. Hey, guess what? What? I don't know if we had this guy on the show or not. What do we got? Do you remember Patrick Keller from the conference a couple of years absolutely. ago? Absolutely. Big Seance Podcast? Yeah, absolutely. He booked a table for Paracon this what year. Up, what now, up? What up? Literally just now. That's awesome. He's such a good dude. Good dude. Freaking excellent podcast, too. So if you oh, haven't yeah. checked that out, go definitely check that out. So good. So he just booked just now? Yes, and I should mention some stuff on the show here. Yeah, let's about... do that. Let's do so, that. So I, I don't want to officially say where, even though you can go to the website and see the address of where we're having the conference this right. year. I'm not making the official announcement yet, like the public big announcement. But we are moving the conference this year to a much bigger and yeah. a very awesome venue. Very cool. Very and, cool place. Um, oh, the reason I started off the show asking whether or not you were coming down on the first yeah. is because the second at 10 a.m., I'm going in to sign all the paperwork and get it all no official, way. official. That's awesome. Glidden's going to come with me to yeah. tour the venue, and if you're here, you should come for That's sure. Absolutely, that's awesome. And uh, so, we do have a lot more space for vendors. However, only about a third of that space will have access to electricity. So, oh, sure. if you're thinking about being a vendor at the Paracon, I may be able to figure out something in the you know down the line but at this time we do have a limited number of spaces with electricity so yeah. i would book sooner rather than later yeah if people want and all that stuff can be booked and can be found on the website which is kansascityparacon.com do i uh do and i get a, do i get a table do i get a table do i get do i get a table yeah i think so fucking I. all right perfect I'm trying to figure that out, actually. You'll we'll definitely get at least a half a table space. Half a table? You're giving I, me half a fucking table? <laughs> I'm joking, dude. You do what you got to do. I don't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> I mean, oh. so we may. Um, I'm playing around with the idea. I, I, I don't like the idea. Yeah. Off the top of my head of having... Because there's multiple rooms where we could have different presentations going on at the same time. Oh, We cool. have the big one, which I've showed you, which is yes. an amazing thing. Very impressive. And you will definitely be one of the people that gets to present in there. And we Yay. may only do presentations in there. Sure. But there's two other rooms that are the size of the speaker room we had last year. Nice, man. And if I have an overabundance of speakers, I may overlap yeah. Them. Have someone going in one room and someone going in the other. I hate to split the audience that way. Oh, I hear you. But if you know, if they if you know, the people that are gonna be in the second room, if they know and they still wanna come and do it and Yeah, you know there's some stuff that I'm working on that might draw in a lot of people, so That's awesome. That's that's something that's gonna come out uh 
that's going to be decided here in a couple months. I mean, it's still early, so. Sure. Absolutely. It's good stuff, though, bro. How do you feel about just the photographs of that presentation room? Oh, it looks gorgeous. Like, just absolutely beautiful. It's Um, got a big freestanding balcony. Yes. I mean, it's, it's pretty damn impressive, that's for sure. Um, as somebody who has, you know, spoke or whatever in public in the past, like that's, I mean, it's kind of a wet dream. You know what I'm saying? Like it really is. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn impressive. So I don't know. I think it'll be a good time, brother. And I do know that you got some, it'll be a good time no matter what. It's always a good time. But I do know that you got some, some big things in the works. You know, I do know that. Um, obviously, like you said, it's still probably a couple months away before you'd be able to even come close to announcing that. But, you know, you got some stuff. You got some stuff and things. I can say that um, the interest and the yeah the response that just the few posts that I have made yeah. have gotten is three or four times the normal amount at this time of the <laughs> wow. year. Wow. I'm telling you, bro, like, I mean, people are hungry I, for this stuff now. Yeah. They are. I posted the, uh, just, I created the Facebook event. Yeah. I didn't even post about it. All I did was create it so that it was there when I was ready to. Yeah. And that was like three weeks ago, and it's been seen by 15,000 people, and <laughs> 1,200, 1,500 people have already clicked going or interested. Wow. And I didn't boost it. I didn't announce it. I didn't yeah. do anything. I just made it. You just must have posted it at the right time then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's I good guess. stuff. I don't know. Or it got shared enough. I... Yes. That's great, man. That's good stuff. Holy shit. So everybody should not miss out on it this year. It's going to be bigger, better, and more amazing and more fun than ever. It's going to be ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. The venue itself is we're coming out, and it, the tickets are just ten bucks, like every other year, ten dollars a day. Yeah, it's two days this year, and tickets go on sale April first. I like it, but you can go at the vendor table right now. Right, right now, you could do it. I released it over the weekend. Hell yeah, it's good stuff, bro. <sighs> April first, it's coming up. And we will need more volunteers this year. If people want to volunteer a few hours of their time, they get a free pass to the entire event. Oh, that's awesome. That's a damn good deal, bro. Damn. Like, just what? Setting up some tables and, you know, chairs and stuff? Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll need that. And we'll also need... So, because of the size of the place, we'll need some people that have posts throughout the building yeah. to direct people. We'll need... Um, just just people to help out with with that especially directions and getting people to because so the there's there's four levels to this building yeah um the vendor area is on the main level which is half basement and the sweet the main speaker room is on the third floor and then the second floor has the two other rooms that i might use for whatever yeah um so yeah i just need people that's awesome. Fuck it, man. I'll help out. I'll give a fuck. No, I already got plans for you. All right. I like it. It'll, it'll it should be fun. He did me from behind, which felt great. What? What? <laughs> I don't even know. Shy to me. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. <laughs> All right, peeps. One of these days that uh, might make me feel uncomfortable, but it's not today. <laughs> not not this day. It is not this day. 913-730-7255, Ectoplasm Show phone number. Cruise over to ectoplasmshow.com. Pretty much your one-stop shop to get a hold of us, uh, see what we got going on, things like that. <sighs> Check out Pod Bros, too. Yes. Go over, check out Pod Bros. Give them some love. I need to reach out to John and see about getting him 
down to Paracon this year. Dude. He's got plenty of time to figure it out. John, better be there. That's right. Damn it. Come on. <laughs> It'll be fun, man. It's going to be fun this year. It's going to be interesting. That's for damn sure. All right. Anything else uh, for the peeps? Mm, I don't know. I don't either. I'm, just, I'm, just over here. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, how about we what just... What do you uh, want us to talk about? Yeah, that's... Uh, I want you know suggestions. What? Yes. That would be great. Let's uh, have you guys reach out to us. Send us a, a text message or a voicemail. would be great, too. 913-730-7255. Let us know what you want to hear more of or specific topics, or whatever. Just throw us any any uh, idea that uh, pops in the old cabeza. How about that? And then we will absolutely do that. How about it? That yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, peeps, we will talk to you very, very soon. Peace out. 